0: On the podcast today, I want to take a few moments and talk about hypnosis and when to use hypnosis, when not to use hypnosis. Been getting a lot of questions. And I thought I should dedicate a whole episode for it. So if you are interested in hypnosis, then today's podcast episode is for you. If not, there should always be a lesson in this. So I'm hoping that it's going to speak to everyone. I'll speak to you.
1: Those who cannot change their minds... When to use hypnosis, when not to use hypnosis,
0: how hypnosis works, a variety of questions have come in because in the past I did talk about what is hypnosis and how to use hypnosis and why I think it's one of the most most effective tools dealing with any life challenge that one has got going and each one of us have challenges so nobody is immune. But I never specifically said when hypnosis should not be used. And as a professional doing it, I think I should uh, talk about it. So the questions also came in along those lines. So I said, I'm going to make the distinction. There are four specific areas. Let's talk about usage, when to use. And I'll tell you, I'll also share some of my thoughts on when not to use. When to use. If you are a goal-oriented individual and you are achieving a specific action, then hypnosis is very good. So, for example, uh, you want to eat right, sleep right, or you want to bring in any specific habit that you are struggling to bring in. So, you know something, a good habit is necessary, but you are struggling to kind of get into the rhythm of putting in a good habit, then hypnosis helps. You want to get rid of one habit, hypnosis helps. So, a goal or any goal you have, making money, starting a business, getting a promotion, whatever, any in those areas, hypnosis self hypnosis works. Self hypnosis particularly helps. The second category, second area where hypnosis works is you went to a therapist, you had a session, and the therapist asked you to do something, homework. Homework is the right word. So some homework element involved. So you go, the therapist will tell you, a good therapist will tell you, go home and practice self-hypnosis. That's when you do. And the reason why we do that is because there are things that needs to be done beyond just a session so that the next time around when you come back to a second or third session, these things get really cemented. So anytime a therapist will ask you to go do a post you know, a self-hypnosis session after a an in-person or a therapist-driven session, you should do it. And most of the times I do it is because I want to instill some confidence into the subject once they are done with me. So I tell them to try doing it. Most of the times the session, the self-hypnosis session, the subject does on their own when they're alone is much more effective than a session with the therapist. It's my observation. When done, right. The third category where self-hypnosis is used is enhancement. An area that you know, that you are skilled in, an area that you know, that you have a passion in, some experience in in the past, but then that area was never visited anymore. You got busy with time, with life, but you have it in you somewhere and you want to bring it. Then enhancement, you want to enhance it, then hypnosis, self-hypnosis works wonders, magic, magical, how you can catch up and how quickly you can come back into the game. Creativity is an area. Anything creative, creative art, creative writing, music, all this, anything that you have within you, any skill, talent you have within you that you did not touch upon, self-hypnosis will bring it into life. The last area where self-hypnosis works is control. You want to control anger any control for example let's say you have pain hypnosis is very effective controlling pain or anything else you are in crowd control (laughs) you are a manager leader you want to control (laughs) hypnosis self-hypnosis works wonders so it allows you to center yourself you know strengthen your senses a lot of things happen now let's talk about areas that you should not use self-hypnosis the first and the foremost is you have a medical illness and you're trying to use self-hypnosis. I wouldn't suggest unless you talk to somebody who has experience or a ter- professional or therapist. And, and once they tell you to do it, it's okay. But then I, I, I do not. So I've seen people who have come to our websites and download recordings and all. And once I talk to them, I tell them now, so not a good idea if you have a medical illness going on or you're trying to you know, resolve a medical illness using hypno- self-hypnosis. If you, ha- if you have had some trauma growing up, childhood trauma, and uh, not a good idea to use self-hypnosis because self-hypnosis can really stimulate those emotions, can bring those emotions back. And if you do not know how to control them, then they'll start dominating your present life. So not a good idea. If you have conflicts, if you have a conflict with somebody and you had a conflict for a long time, self-hypnosis is not a good thing because those conflicts can come back again in your mind and it can really affect other areas too. So it doesn't matter if somebody's alive or this individual is alive or dead. It doesn't matter. It's not a good idea to, to use self-hypnosis at a time when a conflict, the effects of a past conflict is still dominant in your mind. Then, if you have phobias, you have fears and phobias, not fears, but phobias specifically, then not a good idea to use self-hypnosis. Now, these are, you know, very high level. Again, these are some high level areas. These are from the top of my mind, but then there could be other areas where you shouldn't be using hypnosis, uh, self-hypnosis, without the presence of a therapist. Is it necessary to succeed you know, it's necessary to go to a therapist and and all that. My answer is no. I think that hypnosis is a is a skill that is a learned skill that anybody can learn. And this is not something that I had a gift with or anything. I learned. Be very clear. I became inquisitive. I became a student. That's a whole different story. But it's not a skill that was given to me, gifted or any of that stuff. So didn't come from the mother's womb. I promise you. And there are other things that did come, but not this one. And this can be learned by anyone. And a good therapist is somebody who is going to teach you on how to do it. So if you are in a setup where you're not learning this, then, or if you're going to a therapist and spending money not getting to know what this is, then I think you're wasting your time. Okay, I'm going to stop here. That's all. If I drag this out, then I think it's going to, it's not going to be of help. It's not going to be of benefit to you. So that's all for now. Wherever you are, be safe. Have a wonderful Thursday and I will catch up with you tomorrow. Take care. Bye now.
1: You've been listening to Success with Srini. Srini is committed to changing and transforming your life, whether it's professional growth,